to everybody's in there. Welcome. I'm J.R. Redwater. This is Rozzy. And this is Hugo thinking that you're a bunch of And that's why it's called Everybody's a Nut. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the podcast. We're going to speak on some topics, see what's going on out there today. May 15, 2019, South Central LA. Top stories. Have you guys seen the new marijuana laws? Marijuana is legal in California, yet they ban it in 71% of the zones. What's going on here? Are they not really opening up the doors to marijuana sales and dispensaries legally? Hugo, what do you think about that? I think uh, that you know the reason they have to do that is because of the fact that people are smoking too much weed everywhere else. So, yeah, I can understand cutting down on uh, having dispensaries available, especially in those... Uh, Southern white states like Corona or whatever the heck it is that they're not allowing dispensaries. So for sure, dispensaries should be allowed. Obviously, like in every state, but in California, even though it's legal, there's been a very slow percentage of dispensaries legally being able to operate in cities. So it's like the landlords in the cities are. Why, what's the reason for that, Hugo? Because we have segregated cities. We have cities that are conservative and they just don't want to have any weed there. They don't want to have any access to it. Even though it's legal in the entire state, they still want to maintain their southern white rights. In my personal opinion, because I don't think black communities are going to be very against cannabis, Latino communities. It's more of a a simple aspect of the same thing we've been going through for the last hundred years. It just, you know, this is California. So we have a lot of different communities who just don't want none of that. So, I mean, smoking or selling is looked bad upon or frowned upon less favorable in certain cities they're not willing to negotiate as much operate allow licensing for medical marijuana sales or businesses certain states even though there's a tremendous value in cash benefits um, the money amount that they make from taxing all the marijuana sales is in the billions per year and you know every city and state will benefit from that but does that take away from a shopping center an area being Devalued. Somebody's like, just let me tell you something right now, guys. Like, this is where we're hanging out is downtown Los Angeles, South Central, right off the 10 freeway. We can see right now a beautiful view of the skyline of downtown Los Angeles. There's a lot of activity here, so if you're hearing, like, traffic in the background, that's real city traffic right from Los Angeles. We're hanging out on my buddy Hugo's balcony. He's welcoming us to be here uh, and discuss some issues because everybody's a nut. And that's what we're doing. Uh, he owns this property. He has a great view. And that's Hugo. And then there's Rozzy. Rozzy is uh, pretty much raised in Orange County, California. So he's really... Uh, 
you know, uh, kind of uppity up with the white boys and stuff, you know, so, but, you know, it's mostly only white people that live in Orange County, that was a joke there, so, okay, I'm J.R. Redwater, and these are my buddies, and... And we're all bros too, so we hang out, we smoke weed. So, yeah, so we were talking about, like, you know, weed. Uh, my personal opinion is there's still a black market, and the black market is actually has more money than the legal market. And it's always going to be like that when it comes to weed because nobody is doing anything wrong if they're growing weed. So if you're growing weed, hey, God gave us this plant. What are you talking about? You know, it's natural medicine. So um, everybody's always going to believe that. It's not going to be punishable anymore because, I mean, unless you're growing like a thousand plants and have no permits and you get busted, well then, you know, that's the game we play. You just get back out of jail, whatever, plead not guilty, and you move on, pay some lawyers, get you out of the shake, and you just start growing again, you know? And... And then a lot of people are switching over to the legal market now. So what do you guys think about that? Hugo? Um, well, it's legal. So why would they not switch over to it since it's legal? Um, because of the high prices. There's high prices of... Every form and permit costs thousands and thousands. And it's just like... I mean, you're a real business, okay? But weed growers didn't get into this to do paperwork, bro. They got into this to grow weed, to grow medicine, because they're good at it. And so it changes the mindset of now the grower. If you want to go legal, that means you got to go on city council, get a permit that lets you operate, you know, uh temporarily it's called an interim permit and they'll say you're allowed to grow it just has to be from seed and then so you got you're allowed to grow 1200 okay from seed though so then you start beds and then you keep going you're allowed to sell your own seeds your own clones everything like that um just a lot of paperwork permits of course the government's going to get their money, you know? What do you think, Rozzy? Well, that's a lot of money, a lot of costs, and there's only so many permits they allow per city or state, so it's like you got to get in, and uh, what happens to everybody else that's growing on their own, growing before this law was created? So everybody still follows, you know, their connect and their grower. There's a lot of more valuable people than just what will be established in the system as far as storefronts or dispensaries. So, you know, those people should be allowed to smoke and sell whatever they have too. And, you know, because even if you're not a dispensary or delivery or whatever, paying for a business license or whatever, doesn't mean that it, you could, they didn't, maybe it's because you don't have access to signing up to this state or they're not going to allow your permit there anyways it's already flooded what do you do but you're already a grower and you have all this stuff going on you know i think it should be just like understood that 
they should be given a chance too, you know, because they already have their medicine has been around for millions of years or 5,000 years or whatever. The beginning of time, marijuana has been around. So the plant is like, okay, someone's growing in their backyard, their house or farm, and they're successfully living off of it, making good money or not. They should be allowed to establish themselves too. And I think that's the difference is that shouldn't be like held to a certain number. What do you got to say? You, you look like you got to say something. It's all legal. That's all I have to say. It's all legal. So, California is legal, and whatever you don't like about it, sorry. What, what kind of legal. weed are you smoking right now, Hugo? Tell the audience. Um, just regular cannabis. It's not really, like, high grade or anything like that. I'm not, like, into, like, hard. Where do you get your stuff? Uh, Black just, market? No, of course not. It's all legal. Here in L.A., man. It's all it's all legal here in L.A. So, I mean, you could buy it anywhere. And it's like going out and buying a beer. And it's just as legal as alcohol here in California. However, don't do the same thing if you're in some state that is one of those repressive, uh, conservative states that thinks that Christ runs the state. Or conservatism Or whatever it is One of those religious states Stay away from those But aside from that We have Half the union is already Legalized marijuana So Just go with that Be careful So Razi What do you think about that? Any Anything Marijuana is over 1,000 medicinal cures The most by any plant in history So you know, the hemp plant, marijuana plant have over a thousand cures. Imagine that. Every and any type of thing, you know, it can help. So, and so much money can be made on it. And it's... Be more specific. You know, dispensaries and grows and opportunities in hemp. each state. I heard you say hemp. Yeah. Those are hemp and... What does hemp do? Hemp is a plant that you can used for medicine or turn it into a variety of products paper clothes rags um you know marijuana oil this that so there's like so many uses for marijuana and the so you said oil i like that yeah all the butter oils all the healing oils and um what i heard was these oils actually you can run diesel engines off of and it's clean energy doesn't hurt the environment you know right and so that's why i'm thinking like let's grow hemp because actually hemp doesn't environ hurt the environment when you grow it either because um you can grow more per yard than actually than fossil fuels can do so what am i saying you all the oil that comes out of like an acre of uh hemp grown all that oil is more and then it's renewable each year you're just yeah you're not hurting the environment oil's not getting in the soil no life can grow in soil where oils spread absolutely I agree on that you know but I don't want to use hemp I want to get underwear made out of pure cannabis so I can feel the roots just sticking me in the butt all the time so yeah but hemp does work that's not what informational I think uh, everybody else was thinking about. Um, 
on the podcast here weed is getting a boost today we're giving the thumbs up on over 1,000 cures sales business and more and marijuana is taking off mainstream 2020 and beyond here in a but what do, what do you say to people who say hey weed makes you lazy weed doesn't get you nowhere it just it makes you dumb fries your brain what do you say to each his own i mean if you're taking a medicine it's like you're doing what you know as an adult you should be doing or prescribed to you it's going to be all up to you as a person first of all it gives you energy it can make you laugh it can help your muscles your psyche your stomach your sleep you know insomnia and so many other things the mental uh, psychosis and pain benefits Does it help pain. sex? Chronic pain and sex You know, sexual motivation uh, Comes from marijuana as well It has yeah. an Aphrodite spirit Into the smoke as well um, it What do you ma- say, Hugo? What do you say? I'm really, really sleepy So I don't know You know, I agree and I don't Is agree Is the weed you're smoking? Yeah, of course Makes you tired? No, it makes me feel relaxed and relaxed. And he's talking about sexual vitality. I think he's been taking too much Viagra. That's what it is. But he's he's like confusing Viagra with the weed that he smokes too and all the other well, crap he takes. Smoking for sure, you know, has a lot of uh, pluses and minuses. No one has ever died from smoking marijuana. There's never been one known overdose in history. That's not you know, true. That's so not true. That's not true. That's not true. My yeah. cousin Juan, one time he, he fell asleep smoking marijuana. He lit the sofa on fire and he burned himself. And we all laughed and laughed. So That's just being tired, bro. That ain't against marijuana. The actual plant. Everybody gets tired. My grandma used to smoke cigarettes in bed when we were kids. She was a smoker. This was before the Marlboro Man was like old and dying from cancer. No, no. And my grandma endorsed smoking. She always would smoke those cigarettes right in bed. And, you know, I'm sure there's times... Those burns in the mattresses came from her falling asleep, you know? <laughs> and so I'm glad she didn't burn us down. She's a good grandma. Well, I love her. Awesome. She's in heaven now. Sorry, oh, grandma. grandma you know, so, but I'm telling you yeah. right now, um, you cannot pin death on marijuana like you can alcohol. Alcohol kills a lot of people. Marijuana is actually deterrent of death. A lot of people have a lot of problems mentally. I think people are more more uh, cautious. Well, it makes them, you know, if you're relaxed in life, you're not going to want to kill yourself. It, it makes your health better. Um, I think uh, cannabis is actually a, a, a helper because of the fact that it's proven. Scientifically, it's been proven over and over again that cannabis is not bad for you. Uh, and... and it, it can be, you know, if you over-abuse anything else. But aside from that... True that, though. I mean, everything has its own number in this world. You abuse anything, and you're going to be in trouble. So it's not just marijuana, oh, it makes you lazy or high or whatever. But it really has over a lot of cures. They say over a 1,000. So, I mean, look at all the benefits, and it's coming Who's in. They? And it's, Who's they? Well, first of all, it's about the system and... 
decriminalizing marijuana. When you decriminalize marijuana, you open up the jail system, you help free people from tyranny of so much pain and debt and broken records over marijuana citation. But, you know, marijuana is legal now, so so many people can benefit from being free and released, clear out the jail systems in that category so much that free up a lot of space and time and money for incarcerating people over a minuscule amount of marijuana or something we're not you know talking about crazy fraudulent deals but i mean just basic marijuana usage and medicine it's a healing herb you know so as a herbal uh smoke you do it as your own discretion if needed and there's other ways to administer okay so i have a question like like if i'm a listener i'm probably thinking like like that's a siren in the background by the way what is that this is a bike cop huh so um okay so i'm thinking rosy uh you say it for you personally it helps me when i need to sleep it helps me with my stomach issues when i eat it's called irritable bowel syndrome it helps me with chronic pain. It helps me with psychological... What kind of pain are, is chronic? Chronic pain. I got broken bones from my toes, wrists, uh, shoulder, uh, knee, Ankle. ankles, ankles, and knee. So look at all that. You know, it, it heals all the categories of pain, uh, anxiety, eating, sleeping, um, happiness, uh, mental issues. That's eight, nine cures right there. I mean, there's so many more. People cancer heals people's cancer. It heals people's um, what's it called? Uh, medical issues. You know, CBDs and THCs. There's a lot of different. Okay, so all right, and we all know that. That's what it does, and we have many more topics we want to talk about, but you're right now, you're listening to Everybody's a Nut. This is JR, Hugo, Rozzy, all comedy stars in the Los Angeles area. Check us out. You'll see us more and more, Um, but also... You know, but we're right here in downtown Los Angeles, right in South Central, on my buddy Hugo right here. This is his property, and we always have the uh, privilege to be out here. And this is where his family's been for all this time now, Hugo. Um, there's a huge tree in front of us, but Hugo. Show, it has uh, a whole view of downtown L.A., all the high-rises. So unlike all the late-night talk shows you see on TV with that fake backdrop of the big city and bridges of downtowns and high-rises, they don't have that. We actually do have that. I wish I had the camera to show you all the high-rises are right in front of us. Um, so we have the live talk show view with the high-rise in front of us. Okay, so Hugo's the actual owner of this place he knows the history of this area so i want to pick his brain a little because we're in his neighborhood uh he can tell you more of the history but hugo tell us about this tree that's right here that's probably a hundred years old no we need more beer Yes, that may be true, but still, we have an audience listening. Oh, okay. Well, the tree, 
has a tree trunk and has uh, branches and has a bunch of leaves. Yeah. Uh, what's the age and history of this big ass tree? It's probably about a hundred years old. Uh, it's been sitting around there for a long time. It's the size of it just tells you how old it is because it's over uh, what thirty, forty feet tall. And considering this is downtown LA, right off the freeway, and this tree is that gigantic. I would say it's well over 100 years old, absolutely. The building that we're standing on is over 100 years old. That pine tree must be over 50 or 60 years old right here. So, you know, but that tree's been around a long time. Beautiful tree. What's living in this tree? Uh, probably a bunch of uh, birds and all kinds of different species of birds. And, and I think I saw a guy crawl up the tree trunk and fall asleep in there. So there's probably some, like, you know... A homeless person, like, hanging out there. And I think I saw some smoke coming out of there. And so we got some crackheads. Uh, it's okay, because it's South Central L.A. It's one of the trees. Hey, a tree is also a really good lab. A meth lab? Uh, whatever kind of lab you want to put up. But as long as it's something that gets you really, really, really high, Yeah. It's a really, really good lab. Uh-huh. So, didn't you say a raccoon lived in there before? Yeah, I saw them all squirming around because apparently it was snorting whatever the hell they're growing in a tree. So, yeah, there was a raccoon that lived there, but apparently he was arrested and for carrying a gun and concealed weapons and because he was also dealing in meth. So, um... Yeah, what else lives up in there, dude? There has to be other things. Look how there's it's like a big apartment building in downtown Los Angeles. Oh, it's pretty gigantic, you know. I mean, Raccoon was that guy who got arrested. Uh, he's Salvadorian. That's why he used to wear that little costume because he could fit in it. Uh, we had a couple of Guatemalan guys in there, and uh, they all dressed like. Uh, uh, raccoons and whatever the hell else, uh, opossums, and they were just dealing from the tree. So it was great. So, yeah, so that's where we are, ladies and gentlemen. Like Rozzy said, this, this show is about whatever. This is who we are. We're in Hugo's territory where he grew up. So we, we always feel fairly safe around here because Hugo is like a staple in the community. He's a pillar right here. Lots of people interact with Hugo all the time. And so uh, I love his stories. I love to hear about the history and all that. But uh, so did we pick out something? Uh, what else are we talking about here? Should we go to a commercial break and talk about our sponsors? Well, we should talk about the fact that this show kind of sucks right now. So, anybody wants to call in, all you got to do is dial 976. Wow. And, what, what, should we actually give them a number to call, bro? Maybe maybe we should tell them to call us in. What's your phone number? 
Uh, no, what's your phone number? Rozzy! What's your phone number? No, don't give it. <laughs> no, Rozzy will answer your call. Rozzy will. This is a WW podcast, so whenever you guys are available, turn it on, listen to us, make some jokes, talk about discussions, topics, and we'll be entertaining, moving up with a lot of shows coming up. We got how many series? Sports series. Drama series, comedy series. Wow, I'm a Laker fan, bro. Yeah, rocking out from L.A., Lakers. Hey, did you hear, though? Are you a Laker fan, bro? Of course you are. Yeah, of course. I live right down the street from the Lakers. He lives right down the street from the Lakers. I'm I'm not a big Trump supporter, but I am a Trump supporter. I like the fact that the guy is, like, awesome dude. And he's, like, the best man in the history of the universe. And, yeah, he's not a really good president. So, you know, that's the way life is, though. You know, you get a great guy like Donald Trump who's able to bullshit his way into the White House and marry a woman half his age and who looks so hot that she's a supermodel. And who else is married to a supermodel, you know, uh, when they're in the White House? And yet, you know, I don't support a lot of his policies, but I support the man. He's a great man. Okay, so we were talking about the Lakers. Uh, yeah, yeah, but I was taking a Trump, though. You know, Lakers, uh, they suck, bro. They didn't get into the playoffs. Actually. Did they get into the playoffs? Actually, you're right, Hugo. They did not make it into the playoffs. So why are you talking about them? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Is because now they're saying it's becoming an L.A. Clippers town instead of Lakers. And they're dissing on us saying, oh, Lakers, now you know how it feels. And we're coming up. And now it's Clipper town, red, white, and blue. Clippers uh, definitely doing all right, but they're no dynasty like the Lakers. It's not changed. LeBron James and the Lakers 2020 and beyond, all they got to do is get a couple players up in the center defense and down in the post and the five. What do you think about the guy from Duke? Uh, the He was the center? Yeah, Zion Wim. Zion, Lion from Zion is big beast. I mean, he's bigger than all the other talents I've seen come out of the college series so he should be a you know really good player if he doesn't get injured like he should be a really good player Zion's number one in the draft uh presumably you know he has a good he looks bigger than like a LeBron body figure when he started more muscular than athletic or like uh he looks more thick than you know most players so I think Zion will be a good draft pick He's got a kind of uh, LeBron James athleticism, but just like he's a young guy, too. He just looks way more hungrier than LeBron, in my opinion. Oh, for sure. He's a bigger built guy at this age. He went through college. You know, at least he went through a championship year in college. He didn't just get drafted out of high school like LeBron James. But it's new age. Guys are bigger. Guys are younger, fresher. Like Zion coming to league. Hugo, Hugo. What do you think about the um, coaching situation with the Lakers? I think that they suck and they need to get way better players and they need to get a better coach and still, still suck. What about the, who do you blame that on? 
Uh, the owners, because any. Who's the- now that that's uh, the buses, the, the buses, bus Jenny Bus, and yeah. uh, her brother. Uh, I think it's uh, El, uh, Alfa, uh, Alfa, uh, What is it? Alfalfa. I don't know. Whatever. But they're just having family struggles. Is it ego getting in the way? You think? The name is Jim Bus, by the way. It's Jim Bus yes. and Jenny Bus. Uh, yeah, no, no. She goes accent. She no, no. She's whatever. That has nothing to do with it. They they just uh, basketball's basketball, and they haven't gotten a great coach like they used to have, like a Phil Jackson, and they should have stuck to the triangle offense. They should have just stuck to it, you know. Period. And then they haven't. That's why. Pretty simple. Yeah, I like the triangle offense. I think, I mean, let's not try and reinvent the wheel, you know. Let's do the, he's got great points. Everybody thought Hugo was not um, informed. You best believe. Hugo knows what's going on all around him (laughs) all the time. And so what I say about the coaching situation is, you know what, Eagles got to get out of the way, you know. Everybody has to say, let's remember what Dr. Jerry Buss put together here. He was just a happy guy. Whenever he seen Jerry Buss, this is my opinion. I was like, he's happy. He's like, he's interacting with everybody. He didn't get in it to rule the world. He's just a good guy and good fortune came his way. I'm saying, I'm not saying he didn't, he wasn't a businessman. Dr. Jerry Buss. That's what I said, Dr. Jerry Buss. Yes. And so, so my opinion is, hey, you know, when you become like the second generation owner of the Los Angeles Lakers, I mean, you really have to dig deep and show a lot of character. What do you think, Hugo? Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, magic. Lakers have a dynasty from 16 championships. It's the most in the league, tied with the Celtics. But they've had all the best uh, business franchise management in league history with the Bus family back in the day and the different uh, investors they had, the networks and everything, just superstar players delivering championships. Good coaching, good staff, good facility. Lakers have been known for that. It's just been after the Shaq and Kobe era, you run out of salary cap, you run out of you know transitions to to draft players. You don't get the good players for a few years. Now you have to deal with a bunch of old players in the league, and that happens to every franchise because having the first round. Hold on, uh, Rossi. Like, what? Where's Mitch Kupchak? I've never heard his name in a while. Oh, these guys, some of them have moved on from the Bus family. So I know it's only Jim Bus, Jeannie Bus, and his kids. And, um, you know, they had Magic Johnson step down. So the Lakers, you know, are going through some transitions. And some people think, okay, if the Bus family's now over it, they should sell it and move into different things. And, like, you know, someone who's really anxious about. NBA team should take over it, but I mean, I'm pretty sure they have enough uh, to, with LeBron James this year to draft some player uh, trades and the Lakers in 2020 with some trades in LeBron James is like still a chance to win a lot of games, get yourself in the playoffs. First of all, 
the worst mistake of the Bus family could make is sell the Lakers because they're worth so much money. The Lakers are worth a billion and some odd dollars. Yeah, but Hugo, you don't want to be the family that drives your dad's you know, storied franchise into the ground. Absolutely. And be responsible for, like, you know how many jobs they have to employ people and stuff, what they do for the community? No, no, no. Everything. It's not about that. It's not about that. No, so, if they stay in this direction, the Laker badge ain't gonna mean nothing. I don't care, 16 championships, because if you don't have right leadership in place, and Jeannie Buss is, um, I'm convinced she does not know what the hell's going on, because why is she asking Phil Jackson's opinion? I get it, he was a coach and she's sleeping with him, but you shouldn't be asking his opinion. You should just be going off of what your dad taught you, probably good things, and but you're passing it off to men. This is a chance for you know in an age where women are trying to be like getting equal pay and everything. She should be leading away and say, you know what, boom, boom. And maybe she is the one chopping all the heads. Maybe that's why Magic Johnson did leave. He is like, they they cut me out anyway. It has nothing to do with anything you're saying because the Buzz family owns the Lakers. And that's a great franchise to own, and it's going to keep their family. I mean, the Lakers will increase in value. And, and 10 years from now, they'll be worth way more than they're worth now, and they're worth billions now. So there's no point in even giving up on the franchise, and the bus family's going to be there. I mean, that's all there is to it. That's the way you honor your father. He died, it's time for the children to take it, and then when they die, it's time for the grandchildren to take it. That's the way your family's done. Okay, and this guy definitely is a nut. So don't pay attention to him, okay? That's why everybody's a nut. I'm a nut. Rozzy's a nut. And I'll tell you what. This is our first episode. We're just putting it out there. Um, But we're going to come back with more production and bigger and badder all the time. We got our next guest going to be on our show is going to be Dino Leffer, actor, comedian, um, and weed trimmer, and connoisseur, so we're going to make sure we uh, bring you guys all the hottest guests, you know, I'm going to have Darren Carter on the show, Jeff Garcia, uh, Fraser Smith, these are all guys that I've already agreed to come on the show. All comedians, hot in Los Angeles. We're going to talk more about these guys' careers, highlight, you know, what they're doing in stand-up here in Los Angeles. And that's Hugo. That's Rozzy. I mean, some of the funniest guys I've ever known in my life, yo. So, I'm J.R. Redwater, and I thank you guys for coming out. Any last thoughts, Hugo? Yeah. I'm absolutely right in everything I said. Yeah, and that's true. And so, do you want to share your Twitter or Insta or... Yeah, find me on Facebook. Hugo Alberto Agosto on Facebook. Easy to find me. I'm right there on Facebook and I have my Instagram attached to it. And we got Rozzy. Throw out your hashtags. Throw out your... Where can the fans find you and your comedy? What you got coming up? got the hype 
Yep, it's Razi. That's R-A-Z-I-M-A-S-S-O-U-M-I. Razi Masumi. That's my real name, the humble comedian. I'm coming to you live, straight, and I go by Razi, R-A-W slash Z, because I'm bringing it to you raw right here, all the entertainment wrap-ups and stuff you want to know. Check me out on Instagram. Facebook, Razi Masumi, and uh, we'll have some great laughs, man. Keep it up. Stay laughing, LA, and the worldwide, we're gonna have a good time. Make some jokes. Yeah, that's Razi, that's Hugo. Hit them up on all their uh, social medias. You'll find me, Twitter, at Top Comedian, on Instagram, at JR Redwater, and Facebook, you're talking about JR Redwater Comedy. So, Facebook.com slash JR Redwater Comedy. Um, like my page, and <clears throat> we're going to be touring this year. You'll see us on the road coming to a town near you doing stand-up comedy and and we're pissed so look out for that but we like to have a good time though thank you guys very much for coming out to our first comedy show right here everybody's a nut thank you very much